you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we're telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Warning to parents and teachers, this story has material you may find objectionable for younger children. We recommend you personally listen to the story before allowing children to listen to it. Today's story is Ethnic Cleansing. A famine hit the land of Israel. At first, David thought it was a natural event until it lasted for three years. He then realized the famine was from God. So he asked the Lord about it. God said, It is because of what Saul did to the Gibeonites. The tabernacles of God was at Gibeon. The ark of God was in Jerusalem. But the tabernacle was set up in Gibeon. So there were two places of worship. The Gibeonites made an agreement with Israel in the days of Joshua. Saul decided to ignore these agreements and eliminate the Gibeonite population. He tried to totally annihilate their existence. David went to them and said, Our people have wronged you. How can we once again be reconciled with you? They said, Money can't pay for killing our brothers and sisters, and we don't have the power to strike back at Israel. Still, our complaint isn't toward Israel. It's only toward the man who tried to exterminate us from the earth. David said, So what can we do for you? They said, Give us seven of Saul's descendants. We will hang them in his hometown, near where the people worship the Lord. David agreed. He selected two of Saul's sons and five of his grandsons. He spared Mephibosheth because of his promise to Jonathan. The Gibeonites killed the seven men and hung their bodies on a hill near where people went to worship. They were to hang there from April, which was the beginning of harvest, until October, which was the beginning of the rainy season. Saul's wife went to the site where her sons and grandsons were hanging. She stayed there day and night to protect the bodies from the birds during the day and the wild animals during the night. When the allotted time was over, David went to the city where Saul and Jonathan were buried and got their bones. He then buried them in their family tomb, along with the seven men. After all of this was done, God once again heard David's prayers concerning the land. Years later, the Philistines once again declared war on Israel. David went with his men to fight a battle. He suddenly became exhausted during the fight. A relative of Goliath saw this as his opportunity to kill David. The Philistine was a huge man of great strength. He moved in to make the kill. One of David's men stopped the giant and killed him. David was taken off the battlefield, and his men took an oath. They said, You are never to fight with us again. You're the lamp of Israel, and you're not to put it out on the battlefield. So David never went out to war again. As I've mentioned several times through this series, these stories are just snippets of of the scripture. And uh, they're not actually the scripture. They're just stories related to the scripture, from the scripture. And they are not in any way to replace actually reading the scripture, which I highly recommend that you should be reading the actual stories, the actual verses in the Bible. That being said, I would like to read 2 Samuel chapter 
21 verses 6 to 11, which are some of the direct scripture that this story is pulled from. Let seven men of his descendants be delivered to us, and we will hang them before the Lord in Gibeah of Saul, whom the Lord chose. And the king said, I will give them. But the king spared Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, because of the Lord's oath that was between them, between David and Jonathan, the son of Saul. So the king took Armoni and Mephibosheth, the two sons of Rizpah, the daughter of Aiah, whom she bore to Saul, and the five sons of Michal, the daughter of Saul, whom she brought up from Edriel, the son of Barzillai, the Maholathite. And he delivered them into the hands of the Gibeonites. And they hanged them on the hill before the Lord, so they fell all seven together, and were put to death in the days of harvest, and the first days in the beginning of the barley harvest. Now Rizpah, the daughter of Ahiah, took sackcloth and spread it for herself on the rock from the beginning of harvest until the late rains poured on them from heaven. And she did not allow the birds of the air to rest on them by day, nor the beasts of the field by night. And David was told what Rispa, the daughter of Aiah, the concubine of Saul, had done. Sorry if I stumbled a bit on some of those names. Anyway, the commentary that Ray Comfort put together is spot on regarding this passage, so I, I'm just going to read it directly from his evidence Bible. The name Rispa means live coal. She was broken beyond words that her beloved sons were hanging on a tree. So she camped out on a rock to keep scavengers away and didn't rest until the harvest rains came. If God has touched our lips with live coals from the altar of sacrifice, we will be broken beyond words at the thought of his beloved son hanging on the cross. As we encamp upon the rock of ages, may we not rest until God gives us the rains of revival. Amen. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.